812, you're with SFM 104 to 107. This is the Jet Set Breakfast. Hey, welcome if you have just joined us. So over the last year, in our breath of fresh air, we've chatted to some young people who are super smart, who have taught us so much and uh, really brought great delight into our life when it has at times been really, really difficult. And yet, uh, as hard as 2020 has been, our young people and our youth continue to rise to the occasion. And we've spoken to many incredible young people in different sectors. We're going to crack into our first uh, person. We spoke to him a while back. He's a rising surfing prodigy, 14 years old, Ntokozo Mapumulu from KwaZulu-Natal surfed the waves at the Sun City's Valley of Waves. That's apart from all the other spaces that he surfed as well. And what a great surfer is. This is a young man who, uh, when he started surfing, could barely swim. He's now been competing within the Surfing Junior Championships for a number of years. And he's a product of the SA Surfing Legends High Performance Academy. The first wave you actually get on is like one of the best feelings ever. It feels like you're surfing in heaven, but like on water though. Apparently when you first started, you, you weren't even a swimmer. You were just like a skateboarder. And then like someone said, okay, fine. This guy's really got what it takes, the balance. It was just a normal day at the beach. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to go back to skating then. So then I started swimming, which was actually not the best part. <laughs> yeah. Then I, put, I started putting more effort swimming every day. So then I started like training with Chad Detroit every day. I mean, you talk about training with uh, his Chad Detour, of course, is a top South African surfer. One of the big things about surfing is that, A, you have to have an excellent sense, sense of balance, but you also have to have a very strong upper body um, strength, yes. well, first of all, to get out there, but also to push yourself up off the board. Yeah, and you must be, like, really flexible, or, because if you're really stiff, then it's going to be a bit harder than you think it will be. Yeah, I suspect that you're going to work your way into world surfing very quickly, but it's a costly affair. You do need to have sponsors. You need to have new boards. I mean, those boards do break on occasion. Tell us uh, how you're managing that. I'm managing everything with getting boards, um, especially um, all my websites from all my sponsors. Yeah. And my surfboards from um, my um, Jason Ribbings factory. As we said, he speaks like a total surfer and KwaZulu-Natal surf boy. We love it. That's uh, the rising surfing prodigy. He's 14 years old. Ntokozo Mapumulo from KwaZulu-Natal doing some incredible uh, waves across uh, the the ocean, I suppose one could say. He's a product of the South African Surfing Legends High Performance Academy. And as he says, you get up on that wave and it is just like being in heaven. Someone else we spoke to, a team, was from two young ladies from Parklands College in Cape Town. They announced the release of Touch Base, an app which was created by five of the school's women learners and through the mobile application development incubator Mad Studios. So Team Capable came up with the idea for an app for the 2020 Global Technovation Challenge with the vision of helping people to help people. Here's Sidira Mamru and Christine Grieg. Touchbase is an end-user mobile application that lists non-profit organizations that register on the platform. These organizations then can list their need for volunteers and or, and or donations on their NPO profile. The interface consists of a world map 
that indicates your location and any registered NPOs close to you. In short, Touchbase is a global directory for NPOs. If you're a volunteer or change maker, you can use this app to get in touch with nearly, I mean, nearby NPOs to assist in any way possible. Christine, what was the decision between you and uh, your team of five of you that you came up with this idea? Why were you doing it and what were you doing it for? Sure, that actually starts back in March, just before COVID came into South Africa. So we're all very active members in our Interact Club and we found that students at our school, they really aspire to serve and uplift the community. But with so many organizations out there on different websites and some unheard of, we saw this issue that there isn't a one-stop shop, if you'd like to put it like that, a global directory of just all of these organizations. So Touchbase came into being after just discussing and talking to our interactors at our school and various change makers um, in Cape Town and around the world. So, yeah, we were very much inspired by our community to go about you, you entered the competition, which is part of the Technovation Challenge. And what has come out of that? So, Sadira, there is a group of five young women who have worked on this project. What did you notice about all of you that made you want to do something like this? You talk about volunteerism. You talk mm-hmm. about engaging with society. Tell us about that with regards to your group of people. Um, well, our group of five is actually, we were actually school friends and, and, you know, we knew each other from like school and, you know, talking. And I think what sets us apart from a lot of other teams is that everyone had their own specific roles and their, their key talents that they could bring to the table, um, such as we had sorry specific designers, we had business team, we had the coders, and, you know, everyone just worked so well together because of our different roles and our different talents that we could actually bring to the table, which at the end just made this beautiful product of our app. Sadira Mamru and Christine Grieg, we chatted to them earlier this year about the release of TouchBase, which is an app created by the students and focuses on helping people help people. One of my absolute favorite interviews for A Breath of Fresh Air this year had to be with Sipokazi Magogula. Earlier this year, the National Science and Technology Forum South 32 Awards presented an online event and students from each province were selected based on their performance of 90% and above in science and maths. Sipokazi was one of those students. We spoke to the 18-year-old. She's studying towards a BSc Mathematical Sciences at the University of the Witwatersrand. This whole transition journey um, began when I was in high school. Uh, in grade 8, I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be an accountant. I wanted to... <laughs> I was even considering being a doctor. Um, I wasn't really into this whole idea of being a mathematician um, until I came across uh, this, this topic in math. It's very interesting. It's called calculus. Yes. And so doing calculus, it, it made me realize that there's more to math than what we think. I came exposed to how you could use math to, to take something as, for example, the, the COVID-19 pandemic. You take such data and you are able to tell a lot more information about what's happening around the world 
with just calculus, that language, it, it takes something so complex and it makes it so simple. You're able, you're able to tell more about your world with just these numbers. So that's kind of what made me fall in love with mathematics. And also my teachers in high school, they're very, my math teachers, they were very excited whenever they would come to class. It, it also kind of, that excitement would kind of rub off. The only period that I actually enrolled in high school was my math period. There's very possible opportunities that we may see you as the first female general statistician. That could be um, <laughs> one of the options. Or you could be the person that leads South Africa into space and beyond. Let's not even look at the moon. Let's go far, more, far <laughs> further. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it seems to me, and I would never have imagined this, but it seems to me that if you look at the way you're thinking about maths, Supukazi, is that you're looking at it as this kind of, this language that opens your imagination to all sorts of new worlds, not just here mm-hmm. on earth, but much, much further into the universe as well. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so amazing how something as, as simple as a number can tell you uh, uh, about this universe that yeah. we are currently in. It can tell you about planets that exist far beyond our imagination or far beyond our understanding. So mm. I think if people were to actually not see math as that subject that I have to pass to go to university, it's one of the requirements, but actually see mathematics as what defines our universe, I think people might actually start enjoying it and actually fall in love with it. What a brilliant interview. I absolutely loved talking to Sibokazi Magogula. She made me, my mind open to the size of the universe and indeed the mathematics and calculus that is required for us to journey into that space as well. It really was quite, quite inspirational.